Welcome to the Christ Be Glorified Ministries audio podcast. We welcome you to come and join us as we explore the Word of God to open up new levels of glory for every believer to come in closer to the Father. Join Apostle Calvin as he shares the Word of God as the Lord Jesus has revealed it unto him to share with the body of Christ. Ministries, and welcome to another broadcast centered around the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. We come to your home or wherever you are each week to give you understanding or to try to bring you into a, a clearer understanding, amen, of how the kingdom of God operates. Because, yes, the Lord is over a kingdom, amen, that the Lord rules from heaven. The Bible says heaven is God's throne, the earth is his footstool, amen. And so God rules from heaven and he rules according to his government, amen. The Bible says of the increase of his government, speaking of his kingdom, there is, there's no end, there's an increase in his kingdom, there's an increase in his government, amen. So if that's how God operates, you need to know and understand how God operates because we are a part of that same kingdom, amen. Jesus is our Lord. We're speaking the church believers. Jesus is the head of the church. So he is king, he is Lord, amen. And so we respond to him, amen, by allowing him to be Lord in our lives, amen. And as we receive him as our Lord, he gives us of himself. And that is what allows us to reign and to rule and to have dominion, amen, as the Lord has said, amen. And so that's where we want to start today. Matthew chapter 24. Matthew chapter 24. And we're going to look at um, we're going to look at verse fourteen. Amen. So this is the verse. This is the message that God has given me and my wife to minister. Amen. So we we've often um, preached from this verse. Amen. But uh, we just want to look at a different aspect of it in Matthew chapter twenty four. And verse 14, it says, And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then the end shall come. Amen. So we know that the gospel has to be preached to the whole world before the end can come. There, there's no island. There's no hamlet. There's no place, amen, that is supposed to be outside of the spectrum of the word of God reaching it, amen. And so that every region, every area is supposed to be reached by the preaching of the gospel. Everyone should have a chance to respond to the gospel, amen. And so even though we live in an era of technology, which you could say has made things easier. You know, we, we look at 
we can we can view the gospel, amen, wherever we are, someone can preach and he can stream or or, or that um, that we can film that, we can stream that, amen, we can record that, yes. But I also believe that the soles of your feet, amen, shall, should hit the nations, amen, as an apostle. That, that is in me, that's in my wife, amen. That, why? Because when you, when you go into that area, amen, it is your feet. The, the, the Bible talks about that. It says, how beautiful upon the mountain are the feet of those that bring glad tidings of good things, amen. And so the gospel must be preached, the Bible says, to all nations, amen. In all the world, amen, as a witness to all nations. So I just want to key in on that also, that the gospel itself shall be a witness to all nations, amen. And so the preaching of the gospel is to individuals. We preach to individuals. But we also, there's an aspect of the nations, amen, that God is moving. You said, what is happening now? God is moving in the nations. Why? Because the nations is, is a part of the kingdom of men, amen. The nations, amen, are ruled by rulers, amen, who either know God or don't know God, or they are moved by God, or they are not moved by God. Amen. We know God is pouring out his spirit upon our flesh. There's no place, amen, that is not removed from God. Amen. And not removed from his spirit. Amen. That's why Jesus was so glad to send the Holy Spirit back. He says, it is more expedient for you that I leave. So if I leave that mean the Father can send the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit does inward works, amen, but he also moves, amen, on even the leaders of nations, amen. So that's, that's what's going on. Why? Because men are trying to build kingdoms. The Bible says, unless the Lord builds the house, Amen. They labor in vain. There must be an acknowledgement of the Lord, even in the nations. Amen. So we see protests. We see conflict within the nations. Amen. And you can attribute it to either the People are responding to the moving of the Holy Spirit or the devil is trying to combat that using his spirit or wicked spirits in the leadership of nations. In other words, leaders in nations, their, their, their nation is in conflict, amen, because of the battle of the kingdoms, amen. And so that conflict, is either a response, there is revival, there are people yearning to be free, amen, which it, it provides conflict. If the nation or the leader of the nation is against the Holy Ghost, 
or the moving of the Holy Spirit, amen, then they will try to put down what they call unrest. Amen. And so this is what is going on. The message, the gospel of the kingdom is preached in all the world unto all nations for witness until the end will come. The witness is that the gospel was preached here, so you should have responded. And so God confirms the preaching. Hallelujah. God confirms preaching. God confirms preaching. So, so you preach the gospel in the nations to individuals. The individuals began to respond to the preaching of the word and the moving of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So it is a work of God. Amen. A work of righteousness. Amen. And so those, quote unquote, who are in authority will begin to see this movement. Amen. Of people responding to God because this gospel must be preached. Amen. So there is fervency. There is there is increase of the preaching of the gospel. If if you are a preacher of the gospel and there is not fire in your bone to get this message out, Amen. Something something is wrong. Why? Because we hasten the return of the Lord Jesus. Amen. So we're trying to get this harvest in. We try to get this gospel preached, amen, so there is an increase. It is backed up by the Holy Spirit, amen. So, so you have to understand what's going on. Why are there wars, rumors of wars, amen? Why is there cloak and dagger and intrigue and, and, and spies and false flag? Why is all this stuff going on? Because the gospel is being preached, amen. And so there is a response to the truth, the word witness, amen, you can witness for something or against something, amen. So when the gospel is preached, amen, it is for a witness, amen, and you can be for or against, amen, what that witness is showing, amen. You can be for or against it, amen. You can be like those in the book of Acts when the gospel was preached, even those who mocked ahead of time. Beforehand, they were mocking. They said, these, these men are full of new wine. Amen. Peter says, we are not drunken as you suppose. See, and this is but the third hour today. But this is that which was spoken by Joel the prophet. And so he began to preach the gospel in the last days that God is pouring out his spirit upon all flesh. Amen. Upon your sons and daughters and they will prophesy. Young men will see visions. Old men will have dreams. Amen. And upon my men servants and my maid servants, the Lord says, I'm pouring out my spirit. Amen. Spirit is spirit of truth. God's word is the truth. So you got to have the Holy Ghost behind the truth to confirm the truth. Amen. And so that is what is happening. The more that the devil tries to come against, let me tell you something about the remnant. Amen. The more that the devil tries to come against the works of God, the stronger the witness of the remnant, amen, is. The more that the devil tries to come against the work of God, the stronger the remnant, amen. The, the, the more that their prayers are being heard because they stood with what was right so God would stand with the remnant, amen. 
The, the remnant represent that which is of the Holy Spirit. You cannot stamp out the Holy Ghost. You cannot stamp out the Holy Ghost. And he is in this earth. <laughs> Amen. He is Lord in this earth declaring the Lordship of Jesus, declaring the name of God. That's what he's doing. Amen. Declaring the, the truth. Amen. The Holy Spirit, the Bible says, is the witness of the truth. Amen. The Holy Spirit beareth witness. Amen. Of the truth. Amen. And so this gospel of the kingdom, the, the kingdom gospel that Jesus is Lord is being preached in all the world as a witness unto the nations. Amen. So there is shaking in the nations. The foundations are being shaken. Amen. So Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 12. Hebrews chapter 12. The Bible says every, every building is built by someone, but the one who built all things is the Lord. So think about that. Said every building is built by someone, but the one who built all things is the Lord. In other words, that true building, for a true building, Amen. Or building of truth to be in existence. The foundation must be the Lord. Amen. The foundation must be Jesus or, or you're laboring in vain. So man tries to build kingdoms. Amen. Men try to build monuments unto themselves. Amen. That, that's the whole key. Everything with the Lord is about love. It's about humility. That's how you know it is It is of the Lord. Amen. Somebody says that's a good message. I say glory to God. Amen. Because it was the Lord that built that or produced that. Amen. I'm just, I'm just a servant. That it must, there must be humility, amen, to acknowledge that God is the builder of all things. Amen. Yet man is building. Amen. It says, Verse 27, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 27 through 29. Now this yet once more indicates a removal of those things that are being shaken as things that are made, let us have grace by which we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. For our God is a consuming fire. So we know that God is shaking everything that can be shaken. Why? Because that which cannot be shaken will remain. What is that which cannot be shaken? That which is of the Lord, that which is eternal, cannot be shaken. It is not subject to the corruption of this world. Amen. And so these nations and these rulers, amen, who do not know God, it's, it's like Pharaoh. When Moses said to Pharaoh, he says, God has sent me to you to tell you to let my people go. 
Pharaoh said, who is God? <laughs> what pride, <laughs> amen. Just because you did not know God, amen, does not remove the fact that he is God and he's the one. <laughs> and so his heart was hardened, amen. And so that's what we're dealing with. That, that God is confirming his word by the Holy Spirit. And so people respond to the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit pricks the heart. Amen. That's what he does. And so the people in the book of Acts in chapter 2, they said, what must we do to be saved? At the pricking of their heart, they say, what must we do? But then we see... The stoning of Stephen in Acts chapter 7, that their hearts were pricked when Stephen preached the gospel. The Bible says that they stopped up their ears and they gnashed with their, their teeth and they all with one accord bull rushed him, took him outside and stoned him. At the, but their hearts were pricked also. Amen. And so that's a witness that their heart was pricked and they did not respond by humbling themselves. Amen. The Bible says that if you fall upon the stone, you'll be broken. Amen. But if the stone fall upon you, you'll be ground into powder. You have to humble yourself at the preaching of the gospel. Amen. That's falling upon the stone. If not, you're holding on to those same false images that God says to grind up those images, to tear them down, to destroy them. That's what that's talking about. You'll be ground into powder with the rest of those, those false images. Amen. You have to humble yourself at the preaching of the gospel, at the preaching of the truth. Amen. You have to receive the works of God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, Lord, I hear that. Jesus says that even if you don't receive me, even if you didn't believe me, you're supposed to believe the works, that they are the Father's works. Amen. So the works are a witness. Amen. And so you, you must receive. If someone comes doing the works of God, God says you must receive that. that that's his works. Amen. That we get so peculiar, so particular. Amen. Some folks we like, some folks we don't like. Amen. Some folks we like their appearance, some folks we don't like their appearance. Amen. Yes, there are those. I'm talking about Christian folks. I'm talking about believers. That if that messenger does not come with, with $1,000 suits, amen, without flashing rings, you will not receive them. Holy Ghost. And the Bible says that they that wear soft clothing are in king's palaces. John the Baptist came in that garments of camel's hair. Amen. Leather, rough looking, rough looking belts, looking rough. Amen. Making no apologies for what he looked like. Amen. And the Bible says the scribes quoted like breaking, breaking. The, the, the scribes and Pharisees did not receive the baptism of John. And he was the one sent to prepare the way. 
Amen. Elijah. Amen. That John the Baptist walked in the spirit of Elijah. Elijah dressed the same way. Hallelujah. And Ahab said, Behold, this is a troubler of Israel. He did not recognize the messenger was sent by God. He was always looking for another messenger. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. People always looking for another messenger. Amen. So the apostle may not look the way that you want him to look. <laughs> Amen. But truly the message is of the Lord. And truly the works are of the Lord. Amen. And you're supposed to receive those those works. Amen. So this gospel of the kingdom is preaching all the world unto all nations. Amen. So the kingdom, it means God's kingdom comes. Amen. When you pray, the Bible says, pray in this manner. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Your kingdom must come. Amen. Before Jesus comes to rapture the church, his kingdom must come. That's what Jesus is doing. He's conquering every other kingdom. Why? Because of the spirit of rebellion that was in this world when Eve listened to the devil. Adam being with her, they rebelled against God, that spirit of rebellion. Amen. And so you, you, you must stamp out the spirit of rebellion and you have to show that you're not of that spirit of rebellion by humbling yourself to the message of the gospel. Amen. That Jesus is Lord. You must divest yourself of yourself and those, those other spirits telling you that you're somebody without the Lord. You have to divest yourself. Divorce yourself from that. So Jesus is conquering kingdoms. I mentioned about those nations. Amen. The Lord is dealing with those nations. Amen. And God is dealing with those people who are operating by that same rebellious spirit. Amen. So, so Jesus is conquering kingdoms. Amen. So the nature of God's kingdom is to conquer until everything which can be conquered is done so. It is primarily the conquering of men's hearts through the gospel, but also the dealing with and the destroying of evil and wicked works. Amen. This is, this is called the work of righteousness. So the work of God is a work of righteousness. It makes right. Amen. It brings everything into divine order. When a person is saved, they are brought into peace with God. Their family is brought into peace with God. God promises not only to save you, but your household. I said, God promises. He promises. God is not a liar. Amen. Let God be true. And every man a liar. Believe God. Believe God for your household. Believe. Believe God for your household. Amen. He promises not only to save you. The key is for you to be saved for real, for real. Amen. For Jesus says to the uttermost. Amen. You don't want a little bit of Jesus. Holy Ghost. You don't want a little bit of Jesus. Holy Ghost. You want to be saved to the uttermost. Save me, Lord. Save me, spirit, soul, and body. Save me from myself. Save me from my thoughts. Amen. Save me from my past. Amen. 
I don't want I don't want that. Amen. That that everything that was of the past. I don't want the old me. I don't want to bring a little bit of the old me. Hallelujah. Into that new life. Holy Ghost, save me, Lord. Amen. There's stuff, Lord, that you know that I don't know. I need. I need to know what you know. I need your thoughts, Lord God. I don't need to be thinking these thoughts. Amen. I want the Lord's thoughts. Save me, Lord. I can be saved more. You can be saved more. Holy Ghost, not just going to heaven. Amen. For the Lord to have apprehended you. Amen. You know what that means? Paul says that I may apprehend that for which I'm apprehended for. Don't tell me that the Lord is not trying to catch you. Amen. So that he may conquer you. Amen. Willingly. Amen. If you do it willingly, willingly, there is a reward. Willingly. Amen. A willing sacrifice. Amen. It's what the Lord receives. Amen. If you be of a willing mind, it is accepted. Willingly. Let the Lord catch you. Amen. Let the Lord conquer you. Amen. In love. Holy Ghost. He got me. Amen. He has me. I'm not going with you. I'm not going to the bar. I'm not going to the club. Amen. I'm not even hanging out. Ladies, you're not even hanging out with your friend girl to, to, to have a wine, a glass of wine, and to unwind and, and, to, and to talk like, like only friend girls can talk. You say it was wine in the Bible. They drank wine in the Bible. Holy Ghost. You're not even doing that. Holy Ghost, why the Lord has you. Amen. The greatest boldness I ever seen is the boldness to tell someone no. <laughs> That's the greatest, the greatest boldness. Everybody can say, I'm with the Lord, you know. But if friend girl or friend guy say something, amen. Do you have the boldness? Does the Lord have you enough for you to say no? Amen. The Lord has me. And I can introduce you to the same Lord who has captured me. <laughs> amen. So it's time. It is time, amen, for God's people to be the people of God. Amen. For judgment to begin in the house of God. So God is shaking everything that can be shaken so that that which cannot be shaken shall remain. Amen. What is God doing? He's dealing with the nations. He's, oopa. Holy Ghost, he's dealing with the nations. Amen. Look, arrogant ones. Amen. Arrogant leaders. You have not. You, 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 you wear your designer suits. You heaped upon yourself every pleasure. Hallelujah. You, you treat the people. You eat up the people like bread. You, you have no regard for the people. Amen. You, you trample. Amen. You put innocent people in jail. I'm going to say that again. Hallelujah. You put innocent people in jail. Hallelujah. You put innocent people in jail. You thought the Lord did not know or care. Hallelujah. You, you're fixing to see a thing. Amen. That God does know. 
and he does care. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, so, so how does that comport, amen, that evil is being done and God knows and he cares? Well, how, how do you think this is going to end up? God would have all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. Amen. God would have all men to be saved. He's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Amen. How do you think God being God? I just I want you to think about that. How do you think that's going to end up? Either there is a God or there are not. We know that there is. Holy Ghost. And that God would have all men to be saved. So everybody has a chance. And yet Jesus is conquering kingdoms, which are men's hearts, but also the work of righteousness, making right that which is wrong. So justice, justice has to come forth. Justice has to be done. Amen. And so God has to deal also with wickedness. Jeremiah chapter 1. The book of Jeremiah. Chapter 1 and verse 10. Jeremiah. Chapter 1 verse 10. This is God calling Jeremiah. He says, see, I have this day set you over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out and to pull down, to destroy and to throw down, to build and to plant. Amen. So the Bible says God put Jeremiah over the nations. <laughs> just, just, just think. I just want you to think. Behold, I have set you this day over nations and over kingdoms <laughs> to root out and to pull down. They beat Jeremiah up so much. <laughs> Amen. It didn't look like he was in charge, but I want you to see a thing. Amen. I've set you over nations and over kingdoms to, it says, to root out, to pull down to destroy, to throw down, to build, and to plant. So before building and planting could occur, that he had to root out and to pull down and to destroy and to throw down. Amen. Everything that was not, which was not of the Lord. Amen. And so God has set apostles and prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers in the government of God. Amen. The Bible says, firstly, apostles and then prophets. Amen. Firstly, apostles. These are the pillars of the church. Amen. And so what are we doing? We are shaking the nations. <laughs> Amen. We're over nations. Holy Ghost. Somebody says, you're not part of our group. God says, I'm over nations. <laughs> Hallelujah. They say, you didn't, you didn't come by our group. And, and, and our elder and our bishop does not recognize you. Holy Ghost. Who talked to Jeremiah? <laughs> Man. Who was the one that called Jeremiah? Holy Ghost. Who was the one that called Paul? <laughs> was it a group? Amen. Was it a commission? 
Was it an order? Was it a group of people? <laughs> hey, man. Did Paul have to please a group of people or did he have to please the Lord? Amen. <laughs> hey, man. Your, your thinking must get right, amen, with the Lord. That's something that's happening in these last days. God is pouring out his spirit. When the shaking occurs, it's to shake out that which is right. Amen. It's to shake you out on the right side. So you will not hold fast to that which is being shaken. You will not hold fast to that which is being ground into powder. Amen. That you want to be found on the Lord's side. Jesus says you either for me or against me. Amen. You either gather with me or you scatter abroad. Amen. And so you're supposed to be upon, you're supposed to be on the Lord's side. So you have to root out, pull down. So Jeremiah is, is rooting out. He's pulling down. He's destroying the kingdoms that are not the kingdom of God. Amen. So as an apostle, we deal with kingdoms. Amen. That when God called me and my wife, he says that you preach the kingdom to bring the kingdom. You demonstrate the kingdom, the Holy Spirit bears witness and confirms the preaching by signs, wonders, and, and miracles. Amen. Our heart is salvation, of course. Any minister, their heart is salvation. But our heart, me and my wife's heart, is to bring healing and the power of God to nations. And also the wisdom of God. Amen. It hurts my heart to see people operating by the thing that they call wisdom, and it is not the wisdom of God. For them to refuse the wisdom of God and say, oh, no, we have a higher wisdom that, that hurts my heart. <laughs> Amen. And so God gives me wisdom and knowledge and understanding as I humble myself before the Lord to show you the operations of the kingdom. In other words, God's kingdom was already operating before you were born. It was operating efficiently and proficiently even before you were born. So when you're born again, you enter into his kingdom, but the Bible declares it is the Holy Spirit. It's being filled with the Holy Spirit that you are able to do the commandments of Jesus. And so you are commanded to do Jesus's sayings, and you have no power to do so without the power of the Holy Ghost. And you many times you do not receive the Holy Spirit because the one that he sent, amen, you refuse. The Bible says, they ask Jesus, how can we do the works of God? Jesus says, by believing the one whom God has sent, amen. amen. But speaking of himself, but also Jesus sent, amen, apostles and prophets. Most people could not tell you what an apostle was, amen. They, they could not tell you. Amen. If it hit them in the head, they could not tell you, amen, what an, an apostle is. They talk about the ministration and, 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 and secretarial stuff, amen. But the apostle, amen, having the heart of the Lord Jesus, the message of the Lord Jesus, amen, and doing the works, the works of God, amen, who have given up everything to bring the kingdom. In other words, how are you going to bring the kingdom if you're holding fast to the world? How are you going to bring the kingdom, amen, if you regard the highest thoughts of the world? 
Amen. But if you count those things as dung, you know, those, those high things in the world, the things that men esteem, the Bible says, highly esteem are abomination unto God. Amen. So you take on a new mindset. Amen. That, that apostle empties out himself, lays down everything so that he can bring the things of God. He does not regard the things of the world. So he cannot be enticed by the world. Amen. People say, don't you want this other world and that other world? The devil, many times, the devil is tempting. Hey, I said the devil is tempting to see what weakness is in your armor. Amen. Where can he manipulate you? Where does he have influence over you? Amen. And so that's a different, that's a different way of thinking. And so Jeremiah was supposed to pull down to root out to destroy and to throw down everything that was not of the Lord. Matthew chapter 15. Matthew, you said that was that was Old Testament. <laughs> Amen. Matthew chapter 15 verse 13. Hallelujah. So everything is either of God or not of God, of God's kingdom or not of God's kingdom. Amen. Matthew 15, 13. But he, Jesus, answered and said, Every plant which my heavenly Father has not planted will be uprooted. <laughs> Amen. I like when Jesus talks. <laughs> Amen. He does not hold back. He says, Every plant that my Father didn't plant must be, shall be, will be uprooted. Amen. So this is the same thing that God said to Jeremiah when he's talking about kingdoms. Amen. That plant is either of the kingdom of God or is not of the kingdom of God. It is either planted by the Lord or is not planted by the Lord. The Bible says the kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, which is the smallest seed, but becomes a great plant, even a tree, where the animals of the forest come, amen, to find shade and rest, amen, under its branches, amen. It's like a mustard seed, the kingdom. Hallelujah. It's like the mustard seed, the smallest seed. Amen. And so that which is of the Lord, the Bible says that we are the planting of the Lord. It says we are the building of the Lord, that we are the planting of the Lord, that we may be pleasant plants unto God, that we are trees of righteousness. And so that which is of the Father's kingdom, the planting which is of the Lord. That is the planting that stays. That which promises or tries to promise you salvation that is not of the Lord must be uprooted. Why? It, it is an offense unto the Lord. It is, it is trying to take away the honor. Everything that says that I'm a pleasant tree, I bring salvation, which is not a plant of the Lord. Amen. You, you, you understand it is a fake. It is dishonoring the Lord. It must be uprooted. It is not of his kingdom. Amen. And so Jesus says, every plant which my heavenly father hath not planted, it shall be uprooted. That's the kingdom coming right there. Oh, it goes. That, that's the, I can't be nice. Amen. My, ne my, my message, my wife's message can't be nice. Why? Hallelujah. We, we uprooting some stuff. Amen. We, we, are, we are rooting out. We are pulling down. 
We are destroying and we are throwing down before we can lay the foundation. The Bible says no other foundation can be laid except that which is Christ. So this is Paul speaking. He said, I can't lay any other foundation except that which is Jesus. I'm not allowed to. It's not in me. It's not in my makeup. It's not in my DNA. I only know how to lay the foundation which is of Jesus. Amen. <laughs> Amen. He said, others can build on that foundation. Why? It would be the building of the Lord. And we are lively stones built up into a spiritual house, amen, and we must receive the word of God. We must stick with that word that the apostle laid. It's called the apostle's doctrine. We must stick with that foundation so that we can build up against the chief cornerstone, Jesus being the chief cornerstone, so that house can go up in divine order, amen. So you don't have the devil in the house you don't have the devil in the church. You don't have the devil in the doctrine. Amen. Doctrines of devils. Amen. Holy Ghost, I'm saying this. If you try to please man, you got devils in your doctrine. Holy Ghost. If you try to please man, that you are dispensing doctrines of devils. Amen. Seducing spirits. Amen. Trying to make you feel good. Trying not to hurt folk. Amen. Folks will get over the hurt that is caused by the truth. P people can get over that. <laughs> Amen. The hurt that is caused by telling the truth. The Bible says speaking the truth in love that they may grow up. <laughs> Amen. Speak the truth in love that they may grow up. Hallelujah. To be mature. To come into the stature, the full stature nature of Jesus. Amen. So God's strong word seems harsh to those who are stubborn. I'm just putting out truths. That if I preach the gospel and, and or my wife, the Lord, moves on her to put forth a prophetic teaching, amen, an apostolic teaching, a prophetic teaching, amen. If somebody says, you know, they are mean, they are harsh, that the word of God only seems harsh to those who are stubborn, amen. The Bible says today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts as in the rebellion in the wilderness. Amen. The word seems harsh because your heart is hardened. Amen. You are resisting the truth. Amen. That, you know, a child, a, a, a baby has milk until they are weaned and, and then more solid food, you know, until as, as a child that they can eat meat that Paul says I want to teach you stronger word but until now you have not been able to receive it is it Paul's fault or is it their fault amen for not being able or not willing to receive a stronger word the, the stronger the word the, the more nutritious the food the stronger the word the more strength amen the stronger the word it shows that you are more mature you're ready Amen. To receive a stronger word, to operate in the strength of that word. Amen. The Bible says to receive a prophet in the name of a prophet. You receive the prophet's reward. Amen. Prophet, man of God, prophetess, woman of God, means that supposed to mean, Holy Ghost, that they have power with God. Man of God supposed to mean just that they are God's man. Woman of God is supposed to mean just that, that they are God's woman. Amen. Not the world, hallelujah, does not own them. Not people owning them. Amen. But, but the Lord, 
And, and you, Lord has a habit of having you to speak a word that will stir up a thing. Amen. Can make some folks mad sometimes. Holy Ghost. But the Ezekiel says, it's like fire shut up in my bone. He says, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything. And then the, the word is like fire shut up. I got to say it. I have to say it. Why? He belongs to God. Holy Ghost. And that fire of the Holy Ghost is in him. God is a consuming fire, the Bible said. So the word is only harsh. God's word is only harsh to those who are stubborn. God's word reveals his love and goodness to those who humble themselves to receive. But to those who resist, it exposes their heart. So God's word, the Bible talks about that taste and see that the Lord is good and that God is love. And so God's word expresses his goodness and his love to those who receive. That he says that if you being evil know how to give good things, how much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit and good things, amen, to his children? God gives good things. God gives good word, amen. God gives that which is because he loves you, amen. But if you refuse, if you resist, amen, then it, it seems as if everything is hard. The Bible says that, God reveals himself pure to those who are pure. That God reveals himself merciful to those who are merciful. The state of your heart. Amen. But to those who, who are oh, shrewd, God reveals himself as shrewd. Amen. Crafty. Amen. God is not crafty. Hallelujah. But the condition of your heart will be revealed. The condition of your heart will be revealed. In Hebrews chapter 4. Hebrews chapter 4. Verses 12 and 13. It says, For the word of God is a living, is living and powerful, and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. So your heart can have thoughts. Amen. Your soul connected with your heart. The Bible says Jesus would answer the thoughts of their heart. Amen. That when Jesus, when they tore the roof off, let the man down, Jesus said, be of good cheer. Your sins are forgiven. They said in their heart, Amen. who can forgive sins but God? Who does this man think that he is? Jesus heard the thoughts of their heart. And so that has to be cut out. That has to be discerned. It has to be separated. Here you are thinking, you're thinking something that is right. Amen. So the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. It's the one that pierces the heart. Amen. It's the one that separates. It is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. And there is no creature hidden from his sight. But all things are naked and open to the eyes 
to whom we must give an account. So we having stuff in our heart, but we have to give an account unto God. So you need to let the Lord cut out, amen, that which is not of him. Uproot, pull down, destroy. Uproot, amen, pull down, destroy, amen, so that, that you can um, build, amen, on the foundation which is, which is of the Lord so that you can plant with God's seed. Don't have all that wicked seed. Planting with wicked seed, amen. Let the planting be good seed, that which is of the stock of Jesus, the first fruit of those raised from the dead. Amen. Let the foundation be, be of the Lord. So the word of God is alive, is like a two-edged sword, and it cuts out and it pricks the heart. Amen. It's the, it is a sword wielded by the Holy Ghost. Amen. So it, it's not you saying, I know the word backwards and forward. Yeah, you're, you're, hard, you're far from God and you're far from the kingdom. You regard other things above the Lord. Amen. Other thoughts, which are called high thoughts, that you're supposed to cast down. Amen. And so you, you have to cut that. Let the, let the Holy Ghost cut that stuff out. Let the word of God cut that stuff out. Now, you're supposed to love the things that God loves. You're supposed to hate the things that God hates. That's how you know you have his heart. I say that again. How do you know you have the Lord's heart? How do you know you, the, the, the Bible says, 1 Corinthians 6, 17, but those that are joined unto the Lord are one spirit. Amen. How do you know you're one spirit with the Lord? How do you know that you have his heart? As a minister, you know, you're supposed to have the Lord's heart. That I'm raising up ministers after my own heart to feed my people with knowledge and understanding. Amen. So that's that's what a minister is supposed to do. Why? To, to bring people to, to that same heart. <laughs> Amen. To that same heart. The, the, the Lord's heart. Amen. Not just about, amen, you know, looking prosperous. Have a, you know, don't have any issue with the prospering that comes from the Lord. The Lord says, be fruitful and multiply. You're supposed to abound. Amen. You're supposed to give into the kingdom. Amen. And to receive a bountiful reward to do more kingdom work. Have no problem with the prospering, but some people, they esteem the prospering over the Lord. Amen. And so they don't really have the Lord's heart. And they congregate around others who have the same mindset. And what happens? That people began to rank each other according to the so-called prospering. Amen. You know this, that the, the richer person has more esteem. You have more esteem. Amen. The, the, the more prosperous a person is, the more esteem you have for them. Amen. And so you don't have the heart which is of the Lord. Surely you will be tested in these areas. You say, that's not me, that's not me. Amen. Well, the Lord will make sure, amen, someone comes into your life, amen, to test you, to test your heart, to see if you esteem a person less prosperous, do you esteem them less than the person which is prosperous? Amen. So we are to hate evil. We're to hate the devil. We're supposed to hate the devil's works which are born out of 
corruption and absent. They're absent of life, the devil's work. Amen. You're supposed to hate evil roots, evil structures, evil ways, wicked systems. But you are to love people and you are to love righteousness. And so that people have become confused, you know, with all this wickedness that is going on. You know, people are saying, you know, take them out, Lord. Take them out. <laughs> Amen. Now, the Lord, the workings of righteousness will take out a person, the Bible says, that if, if they don't fall upon the stone to be broken, then the stone will fall upon them and they will be ground into powder. The, the working of righteousness, sowing and reaping. But God is not willing that any should perish. He, is, he wills that all men to be saved and to come into the knowledge of the truth. Amen. So that's, that's God is the judge. That is God's timing. Our job is to love righteousness. Amen. Our job is to recognize what is right and what is wrong. And the Bible says, don't join yourself in with evildoers. Amen. The, the, have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness. Pray for those that are authority. Pray to uproot wicked systems, amen, to, to tear them down, amen, to destroy wicked systems, amen, that we're trying to serve the Lord, amen, and there are those who say you will not serve the Lord, not, not as long as I'm ruler, well, Lord, give me a righteous ruler, amen, you, you stay with the heart of God, amen, Hebrews 1. Hebrews chapter 1, verses 8 and 9. It says, but to the Son, he says, your throne, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of your kingdom. You love righteousness and hate it, lawlessness. King James, and now the, the scripture that is referencing uh, in the Old Testament, in Psalms 45, it says wickedness. So I, I like that also. I, li I like to add that to that. It says, you have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness more than your companions. Speaking of God anointing Jesus because he loved righteousness and hated wickedness. And so that's the way we're supposed to be. That's how we receive our anointing. In other words, I don't embrace evil. That even love tells you that you do not embrace evil. Amen. So how can I have an anointing if I embrace evil? You see, the anointing is to destroy evil and wickedness. Amen. How can I have an anointing even if I have greed? Amen for, you know, selfish, uh, uh, unrighteous mammon. I have greed for money, amen. Then how can I have anointing? There's a lot of people that are teaching about prosperity and yet they have greed. And so I question the anointing, amen. Because you're supposed to hate wickedness, amen. Lawlessness for the anointing to come upon you. To deal with that, the wickedness and unrighteousness in those areas. <laughs> Amen. So what are you operating in if that is not the Lord's anointing? 
Holy Ghost, the Lord will purify, the Lord will sanctify, the Lord will separate unto himself that which is right. Amen. The, the, the Lord sanctifies unto himself all that is godly. The Lord separates unto himself. So the Lord separates unto himself. The God is not a respecter of persons. And yet if you join yourself with the unrighteous way and God is sanctifying unto himself all that is godly, amen, then that which is of the Lord is sanctified unto him. If you're over there, you need to be sanctified unto him. Amen. So don't speak against the one that is sanctified unto the Lord, separated, consecrated unto the Lord. <laughs> Amen. It's your job to be sanctified unto the Lord. Amen. So we are to represent the conquered heart. So what am I saying? The thing is that Jesus is conquering. That's how the kingdom comes. Jesus is conquering every kingdom. And so as a believer that we're supposed to represent those, the conquered heart, the one that Jesus has conquered the heart. The devil is no match to God. Amen. The devil is no match for God. The greatest challenge, amen, is the resistant heart or the worldly heart. The devil is no match. That God has defeated the devil. Jesus has defeated the devil. We walk in that victory. Amen. But it is the resistant heart, many times even in the church. Amen. As an apostle, my wife is an apostle. Many times our message is to the church. It is the resistant heart, the worldly heart. Amen. That refuses the highways. <laughs> you get that? The high ways of the Lord, the high thoughts of the Lord. Amen. That th those are the ones who are resistant. Amen. And so the Bible says, and, and I'll just reference this, the Bible says that Jesus is at the right hand of the Father, seated, waiting until his enemies be made his footstool. Amen that Jesus is at the right hand of the Father, waiting till his enemies be made his, his footstool. Amen. And so the Lord is high. He's in heaven. The earth is his footstool. And so waiting, what is Jesus waiting for? It is speaking of us to put the devil under our feet. Amen. Not just... Um, People, they know their lives. They know what they want personally. Yes, you get the devil out of your house, out of your household. You receive the prosperity, which is, which is of the Lord. You receive the healing, which is of the Lord. The devil is, is under your feet. But also, in a higher sense also, amen, the, the spirit of the world. If I had time to, to flesh this out, I would tell you, that it's all according to spirits. It is the spirit of God that separates you unto the Lord. Continually, never stops. God is a consuming fire. Holy Spirit is the spirit of burning. You never stop being drawn closer to the Lord. You never stop being pulled into the fire. Amen. To let the Lord consume everything that is not of him. Amen. So if I, if I had time to flesh this out, amen, that, that I will show you that it is the spirit of the world that most people are not aware of, that it's 
Christians are not aware that the spirit of the world is drawing them, pulling them, where, think about what are the highest things that the world esteems. It esteems money, you know, it esteems education, amen, that the this whole COVID thing was able to transpire because people esteemed the medical profession as their healer. You know, it's, it's a money thing, you know, the medical profession, insurance. It's devils connect to devils, <laughs> amen. So you, you, you got, man, you, you got that good company insurance or you can afford the greatest, the best insurance. You say, my health care is set. You, you understand that that's a high thought? Do you understand that that is an offense unto God? That the Lord is your, is your healer. Amen. That we know that the names of God. Amen. That we can name them backwards and forward. Amen. We Have you looked at those names? Amen. That the Lord is your healer. The, the Lord is your righteousness. Jehovah Rapha. Jehovah Tiskanu. The, 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 the Lord is your, your peace. Amen. The, the, the Lord is your savior. The Lord is your rock. Amen. All those things that the Lord is. And you went to another rock. Amen. You went to another healer. It's a, it's a mindset. You said, you know, apostle, I'm not going to let you keep me from going to the doctor. I didn't, I, I didn't try to keep you from going to the doctor. I said that if the Lord has preeminence in your life, it changes everything. Amen. So what does the world esteem? Amen. And then compare or contrast that to the things of God. Is anything above Anything above the Lord? Is there any wisdom? What does the world esteem that says education produces wisdom that puts you in a higher status? Education produces wisdom which puts you in a higher status. Amen. And yet that goes against the wisdom which is of the Lord. Amen. In other words, you will resist. If you embrace the wisdom of the world, you will resist the wisdom of God. Amen. If you resist in its highest form that the world provides healing, then you will resist the healer. Or the Bible says you'll be um, double-minded. Hallelujah. The, the, the Bible says, let not that man think in his thinking that he will receive anything which is of the Lord. Amen. So Father God, we thank you for that word. We do not want to be double-minded. Amen. Double-minded man is unstable in all his ways, unstable, amen, not established, like the waves of the sea tossed, amen. You, you toss to and fro, amen. They say, you know, healing is over here, then they say healing is over there, amen. And then the doctor said, did I say that would heal you? No, no, no. That along with something else, I got to send you to a specialist, amen. That's just the start of your healing. Then they said healing was over there in Mexico, amen, because, you know, you, you feel proud because America did not provide this, this thing. And so you, you were able to go to, to Mexico. So that was presented as a higher form of healing, amen, that you're able. You see what I'm saying? It can go on and on. You're able to go to the Mayo Clinic, amen. 
that you're able to see the top heart specialist, the, the, the top living heart specialist, brain specialist. So you set your hope on these things, and the Lord says, all day long, I stretched out my hands to a disobedient, unbelieving people. I'm stretching out my hands, saith the Lord. Amen. Amen. Trust the Lord with all your heart. And lean not to your own understanding. Father, help us. Help us, Lord God, to acknowledge, let our hearts be pricked. <laughs> Amen. And let us respond the right way to the cutting of our heart. Let our hearts be cut. <laughs> Amen. And let us respond the right way to the cutting of our hearts. In Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to the Christ Be Glorified Ministries audio podcast. For more information, visit ChristBeGlorifiedMinistries.com and you can also follow us on Facebook under Christ Be Glorified Ministries. Thank you so much and God bless you.